Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.
From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here's your host, Josh Applebaum. Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Tuesday, December 20th. Game of the Night. For the game of the night, we're going to go bowling for the Boca Raton Bowl and college football tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN between Toledo and Liberty. Currently, Toledo is listed as a 3.5-point neutral site favorite with a total of 53. Now, going into this matchup, we have two teams trending in opposite directions. Toledo went 8-5 to finish the regular season. They won the MAC. They beat Ohio 17-7 in the MAC championship game, covering as a 3.5-point favorite in that one. Meanwhile, Liberty, 8-4, pretty good record overall, but they lost three straight games to end their regular season, and they just got crushed by New Mexico State, little New Mexico State. Uh, They lost 49-14, and in that game, Liberty was a 24-point home favorite, losing outright in that one. Now, what we've seen from this line movement is a lot of liability toward Toledo. Toledo opened as low as a very short 1.5-point neutral site favorite, and we've seen this line creep up now to Toledo laying 3.5. Uh, this line actually got all the way up. At one point, some books touched as high as Toledo minus five before you saw a little uh, before, before you saw a little bit of Liberty buyback, bring this line back down to three and a half. But what's notable is the tickets are pretty much 50-50. Public doesn't know what to do. You have seen uh, Toledo lose four straight bowls, whereas Liberty, I believe, has won four straight bowls. So maybe there's kind of a uh, public bias to remembering, hey, you know, Liberty usually wins these ones. Toledo doesn't, so grab the points when it got so high up to five. But literally, when you're looking at a 50-50 ticket count, theoretically, a line really shouldn't move at all. However, when you're seeing that 50-50 ticket count and you see a line move, it tells you some respect and money is coming in on the team taking in the line move. So, for example, yesterday was Connecticut and Marshall. That was about a 50-50 bet split, but we saw Marshall go from minus 10.5 to minus 12.5, and they're able to cover that number 28-14. to So, looks like liability here on Toledo. Uh, this would match one system that I look at in bowl game season. It's called a severe line move. If you look at a bowl game team that sees at least two points of line movement in their favor, so if you take uh, from that minus one and a half opener for Toledo now up to three and a half, those teams with two points of line movement in their favor, again, cashed yesterday uh, in that game, uh, looking at uh, the one we just mentioned there with Marshall, that system, two points move in your favor or more, bowl game season since 2018, those teams are 49 and 35. ATS 58%. So you have a return on investment of almost uh, 15% in that one. So that would match with Toledo. Also, it's kind of a motivational uh, angle here. You know, Toledo having lost four straight bowls, trying to get a win here, but really it's with Liberty. They got a lot of question marks. Hugh Freeze, uh, their coach here, their famous coach, he left to go coach Auburn. So you're going to have no Hugh, Hugh Freeze. You're going to have interim coaches coaching for Liberty. You have 10 players in the transfer portal, including a bunch of their best defenders. Uh, so you're going to be a little bit shorthanded here with Liberty versus a Toledo team that's rested, ready to go, and having everyone played and, and playing and motivated. Also, a little bit of a lean to the under here. We open at around 54.5. We're down to 53. So we've seen this line dip here. 
and a really good bet split to this under. Only 41% of bets are on this under, but it's taking into account 78% of money using our VEASAN.com splits from DraftKings. So that's a really good contrarian, low bets, higher dollars, sharp money under discrepancy. And weather could be a factor. Anytime you're playing uh, down in Florida, you know how weather can uh, change on a dime here. Uh, this is going to be at, played at the FAU Stadium. But currently we're looking at 10 to 15 mile per hour winds. And it's going to be like 75 degrees, but you could also get some rain in this one. So weather could play a role here, and especially with the wind, when you're looking at wind of 10 miles per hour or more, historically you see the under cash out 55% the last decade in college football. And we have seen one angle here for bowl game season. It's been a good time to bet these unders. Unders so far, we've, we've played 10 bowl games, and unders are 7-3. and three. So a little bit of a lean there toward the under, uh, again, with some bad weather and the total dipping in the Boca Raton Bowl, kicking off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time tonight on ESPN. Best of the rest. For the best of the rest, let's continue to go bowling. Now look toward a late afternoon showdown between Eastern Michigan and San Jose State. This is the Idaho, uh, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which will be played on the blue turf at Boise State. And currently we have San Jose State listed as a 3.5-point neutral site favorite with a total of 52.5. But going into this game, Eastern Michigan, as I like to call them, Emu, they're 8-4. They've won three straight to end the regular season, playing pretty well. They just crushed Central Michigan 38-19, easily covering as a one-point home favorite. Meanwhile, San Jose State, uh, they went 1-2 and two down the stretch. They had lost two straight, but they did win their regular season finale, beating Hawaii 27-14, although they did not cover as a 15.5-point favorite in, that, in uh, that matchup. Now, what we've seen in this one is some movement toward Eastern Michigan. Looks like pros are grabbing the points here with Emu. Uh, Eastern Michigan actually opened getting 4.5, and, and we've seen this line get down to 3.5. So this is another 50-50 bet split. Currently, you have 52% of tickets on Eastern Michigan. It's really not a lopsided play at all. And again, you know, when you, whenever I see these 50-50 bet splits in a vacuum, the line shouldn't move at all. The tickets are even. But we know that not all tickets, even though the raw ticket count might be even, you know, t tickets are basically worth more or less depending on how much money uh, is on a ticket and basically who they're coming from. So if you have 10 tickets on a game and it's five on each side, that's a 50-50 bet split. Theoretically, line shouldn't move at all. But if five of the tickets on Team A are dime betters, $1,000 bets, and the five tickets on Team B are $5 average Joe bets, you're probably going to put more stock into those dime betters uh, because theoretically those are coming from bigger uh, bettors who know what they're doing. So it tells me that with this 50-50 split, line mo shouldn't move at all, yet we're seeing it go toward Eastern Michigan. Uh, you may be able to pick off a four if you like Eastern Michigan. There are some fours kind of hinting out there in the market. Uh, there are also, are of course, three and a halves here. Uh, but a little move toward Eastern Michigan, plus 4.5 down to 4 or 3.5 now. And a little bit of a lean toward the under. It opened at 53. Uh, you have seen it get down to 52.5. Another good bet split to this under. Only 43% of bets are on the under, but it is taking into account 62% of the dollars. So another contrarian, low bets, higher dollar bet split. And you know up in uh, Idaho, uh, 30 degrees. It's cold. Also 5 to 10 mile per hour winds. So the weather, you know, it's colder. But you don't have as much, uh, you don't have the rain, and you don't have as heavy winds as you do with the uh, Toledo and Liberty game here. But still, lean to the under in this bowl game season where we have seen these unders do very, very well, 7-3 and three overall. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. Josh's Sweats.
For Josh's sweats, my first sweat of the night, let's go back to that game of the night, that Boca Raton Bowl, Toledo uh, in Liberty. I'm going to go Toledo on the money line to hashtag win the game. I'm looking at Toledo minus 170. So I'm going to pay a little bit of, a little bit more juice here, but I don't want to mess around with a three-point win, laying a three-and-a-half. Uh, so I'm just going to bet Toledo to win the game. So my angle with Toledo are, are a couple things going on. Number one, just from a data perspective, it's a 50-50 bet split, yet the line has been moving towards Toledo. Open as low as minus one and a half. You got up as high as minus five, uh, minus five. Now you're kind of sitting pretty here at minus three and a half. So basically all movement and liability has been toward Toledo, even though they're not a very lopsided bet. But my real angle here for betting Toledo, and I think this is really important when you're betting bowl games, is look at motivation. Which team is more motivated to play well and win? Which team maybe has a lot of uh, different things going on that's going to make it more difficult for them to win the game? So my angle here with Toledo, aside from the data and the line move in their favor, is the fact that you have so many, you know, kind of, uh, you know, kind of clouds, I guess you should say, around the Liberty program right now. So it's as much a bet on Toledo as it is a bet against Liberty. So Liberty's coach, head coach, Hugh Freeze, uh, who uh, famously a few years ago won a, won a game from his hospital bed. Very charismatic guy, uh, has really turned that program around. He's gone. He's not going to coach this game. So he has left for Auburn. You're now going to be coached by interim head coaches today, guys who have never really had play calling duties before. So kind of in a tough spot with coaches uh, in an unfamiliar position here. Uh, also the transfer portal. This one's huge. Uh, when you saw Hugh Freeze leave, uh, you immediately had 10 players who had entered the transfer portal, including a wide receiver, including uh, three of their top defenders here. So you're missing quite a few starters for Liberty uh, as they're going to transfer and go to different schools. Uh, also, you know, to me, when I look at a lot of these games, I, I try to look at games that kind of like deja vu, almost like inception, a bet within a bet, but you can kind of identify a line move or a situation that's similar to something that you just bet on. So for example, I like Toledo in this spot because to me, they're just like Fresno State uh, on Saturday. If you remember Fresno State on Saturday, they had a big win 29 to six over, who was it? Um, I thought it was, uh, what was it? I want to say, I thought it was like Oklahoma State or no, let me double check that one. Uh, I know it was Fresno. I forgot what it was. Maybe it was Oregon State. I think that was it. But anyway, Fresno State rolled in that game. The whole point being, Fresno had everyone playing, uh, all their coaches, all their players, no opt-outs they wanted to win the game, versus you looked at in that uh, their opponent there, Oregon State, I think, they had a bunch of opt-outs. They had interim coaches. They had a bunch of guys in the transfer portal. And obviously you had, uh, Lib or, uh, you had Fresno roll in that game. I guess it was against Washington State. I, I think it was, it was Washington State. But anyway, they won 29-6. to So whole point being, um, you know, Fresno State was the motivated team, everyone playing, wanting to win the game, no opt-outs, versus Washington State, who had a lot of coaches and players who opted out and weren't playing. So to me, this is kind of a carbon copy of that game. Uh, I went Fresno State in that one, so I'm going to go uh, Toledo in this one. You have the line move, uh, and of course, the more meaningful factor here is a team uh, from the MAC, who these bowl game wins can be very big for your program. They've lost four straight. They're trying to get off the schneid, and you're playing Liberty, who's down uh, their head coach, Interim coaches, first-time play callers, and a ton of opt-outs. So that's my angle here with Toledo. Give me Toledo on the money line at minus 170. Now a couple other bets for tonight. Another Josh's sweat. I'm going to go to the NHL. Give me the Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes are at home 7 o'clock against New Jersey tonight. Uh, this is a little bit of a line move here right off the bat to Carolina. So I'm on Carolina money line at minus 125. Uh, some shops here are as high as minus 130. Uh, but so, of course, as always, shop around, try to get the best number. But right off the bat, line move to Carolina. They open minus 120, up to minus 125, now minus 130. They would match a favorite off a win. 
Uh, it's been a good angle this year in the NHL. Favorites off a win are 176 and 99, 64%. Uh, home favorites this year are 60%. You also look at a home favorite off a win, opponent off a loss, that's 61%. So I have a bunch of matches here on Carolina along with that line move. But it's also kind of a you know a, a trending play here for me because the Devils were, were once one of the best records in the NHL, right up there with my Boston Bruins, who got a nice win yesterday for uh, the Market Insights pod listeners. But New Jersey, still one of the best records in hockey, but they've kind of hit hard times right now. New Jersey has lost five straight games. Meanwhile, on the flip side, Carolina is getting red hot. They didn't start very well, but they've now won five straight themselves, and they're now 9-1 and one their last 10. So Jersey's kind of in a, a, rut, a kind of a rut here. Carolina's playing great hockey. Carolina's at home in a very short number with the line move in their favor. And you have seen Carolina 17-8 as a favorite this year and 8-3-1 at home. So I'm going to ride this hot hand with Carolina. I'm going to bet against the Devils who are in a bit of a funk here. We have a little bit of line movement toward Carolina. We have some system matches. And we have a Canes team that plays very well as a favorite and very well at home. So you add all up, I think this is a worthwhile bet to sweat the Carolina Hurricanes tonight. So give me the Canes at minus 125 or minus 130, depending on what book you're looking at. For my final Josh the Sweat of the Night, I got one more for you. Let's go to the NBA. I'm going to look at the Wizards and the Suns. Give me the over 226 in this game. Washington, Phoenix, over 226. Uh, right off the bat, a little bit of line movement to this over. You saw a bunch of shops open uh, 225.5. Now you're up to 226. Uh, you're juiced up like you may even get higher to 226.5. So I think uh, definitely what I've learned from uh, doing this morning bets pod, which typically, you know, I go to bed late. I look at the overnight lines. I write the sharp report, uh, and then I'm, I'm a night owl. But then I sleep in a little bit, uh, as you always got to get you know acclimated to your work schedule. But whole point being, uh, I used to be asleep between the hours of you know 5 a.m. and 7 a.m., uh, which I now use to do the market and the morning bets pod. So uh, whole point being, I see a lot of movement, or I see a lot of opportunity when you're betting NBA totals especially, tip these numbers early in the morning between 5 and 7 a.m. because you could be looking at a total that's, you know, 225 now, and then you give it toward, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10 o'clock noontime, it's up to, you know, 2.30. So to me, it's kind of the witching hour when you see a lot of moves. I'll give you a perfect example. Yesterday, this is another morning bets or another market insights pod play, but Portland and Oklahoma City Thunder to the over. I got an over 229 in that one earlier in the day. It closed at 232 and a half and it sailed over, which was a nice hit. But whole point being, this is kind of the time where a lot of people are sleeping, where if you hit these totals right, you can get some really good closing line value. So I'm hoping that this Wizards Suns game continues to creep up. I got a lot of systems to this over. Number one, non-conference overs. Just two teams from different conferences. Lack of familiarity benefits the offense, hurts the defense. You don't know how to match up. Those non-conference overs are 92 and 76, 55% this year. You also get a sweet spot over. So if it's a non-division game with a total between 225 and 230, the over is 56% with an 8% ROI. And then my best system here is a system I call the overrises system. So if you're a non-division matchup, uh, between 220 and 230, and the total rises at least a point, uh, the over is 57%. So you just kind of get a little bit better each time by layering in different variations uh, of the system, different filters. Also look at the offense of Phoenix. They're number three in the NBA, offensive efficiency. Uh, defensively, Washington is just number 20th, uh, 20 overall. So you have good offense, bad defense. Phoenix has been an over team. They're 4-2 to the over their last six. They're 4-1 to the over their last five at home. You also kind of look at a bit of a rest-first-tired play. Like, Phoenix is on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. Uh, Phoenix played last night, and it was a 130-104 to win. They went over that number and covered as an 11-point favorite against the Lakers. Uh, so they played last night, so it's kind of a tough turnaround. 
Washington is rested. They haven't played since the 18th. So the dog is rested. Hopefully you get a little bit more scoring from the dog. Whereas Phoenix, maybe you have some tired legs and you're not really locked in on defense. Uh, so you give up some more points uh, defensively. So kind of a bit of an angle there, rest versus tired, which may benefit the over. So I'm going over. Wizards, Suns, over 226. That about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast on Tuesday, December 20th. But a reminder, it's the holiday season. We have Christmas week here. We have a lot of bowl games going on. Uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, have an eye or, or check out our bowl game betting guide. It's from the VEASAN crew. We have Brent Musburger's uh, picks on all the games. Uh, great content here from Steve Mackin and Adam Burke and the whole crew. I have my article on how to approach data-driven contrarian bets in bowl season. So become a member. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get that bowl game betting guide. And, of course, wake up every day to our newsletter, the VEASAN Daily. VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Free to your inbox every morning, letting you know what's going on in the sports betting world and at VEASAN in particular. That's VEASAN.com slash newsletter. You can also follow us on Twitter, at VEASAN Live. You can find me at Josh underscore insights. But I wish you the best of luck. Enjoy your big Tuesday today. As always, hopefully you can cash some tickets because as the wise man, uh, Brent Musburger, the godfather of Eason likes to say, cashing tickets, that's what it's all about. Enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Tuesday. Happy holiday week. Let's see if we can uh, uh, cash some tickets today. And don't forget, as always, if you win your bets, to tip your ticket rate. Have a great Tuesday, everyone. Good luck. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 